Hi handsome, hi gorgeous, welcome back to another episode of our podcast, A Not So Quiet Place. My name is Pamela Viana, and thank you so much for joining in once again. And come get as you guys know, I'm with my wonderful co-host who is kind of sick at the moment, <laughs> Spundo. Hi Pam, hello everyone. Uh... First of all, my voice for this episode will sound a little different due to a flu, hey? I've had. Nah, it ain't like that. <laughs> uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in on the last few episodes. We hope you guys really enjoyed it, hey? So today we have a new topic on our hands, mm-hmm. as usual. And today we're coming through with uh, family dynamics, you know. Growing up in families, we, ch- we tend to have different looks on the way things look at all. Mm-hmm. Look at all, man. The way things work at home. Work yeah. at home. Work at home, look, yeah. The yeah. experience. The experience, yeah. And it always differs even if we like siblings, it bro. It does. That is crazy. It does. <laughs> like one sibling will experience your parents differently from another sibling or experience yes. life differently. differently. Yeah. One yeah. sibling will be heavy under, I was so poor. And then the other sibling will like, be... Living the life. I'm living the life. <laughs> Everything is good. Everything is working out for me. Yeah. I've asked my friends for whatever. They and give it to I'll me. I'll get it, yeah. So with that and the family dynamics and everything that surrounds family dynamics and how much it actually influences the kind of person that you are because that's mm. all we're about. We're really trying to understand the people that we are and what makes the people that we are. How many people do you have in your immediate family? Are you like the firstborn, the middleborn, the lastborn? <laughs> you're just you're just that child, you know, hooked in. <laughs> so for me, I'm the firstborn, hey. Mm-hmm. Wow. And on my mom, I'm the first and the lastborn, hey. Okay. <laughs> but the majority of my life, I've experienced it as a firstborn on my father's side. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm the firstborn of. Uh, just boys, a family of boys, eh? Really? Yeah, only just boys, Tricky. straight up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah. And alrighty. you? <laughs> um, I'm actually so happy that you said that on yeah. my mom and on my dad's yeah. side because I was about to come yeah, in and explain a whole <laughs> essay of this is that di- this is the dynamic. Dynamics. Yeah. With my dynamic, um. Let's start with my mom because that's the easiest dynamic. <laughs> with my mom, I am the last born. Um, I have two older siblings, a brother and my sister, and my sister. With my mom's side, so I am the baby. Good mixture, then, hey? Yes, <laughs> I am baby. I'm the smartest one. Yeah. I'm the funniest one. I'm. Wow, nah, I think that's just being the last born now at this I'm point, eh? Hey? <laughs> well, with my dad's side, um, with my dad's side, I'm also the last born but I have three other siblings one older sister passed away and then two other sisters that I still do have Mm. but it gets tricky here yeah between my mother and my father Mm. who were married by the way yeah (laughs) I'm not Jon Snow (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
I am an only child. Yo, yeah. So I'm te- technically a last born and an only child. Yo. But mm. due to the fact that my parents passed away a long time ago and yeah. my uncle took me in as his baby. Yeah. Right. So in my head, I have two families. I have the biological oh, family and yeah. then I have the the family that I grew up with. I'm mm. also, in a way, the last born in the family that I grew cool. up with. Yeah. I have an older sister, an older brother, two older brothers, and other sister. And then it's me in the family yeah. that I grew up with, and with my mom, who's my stepmom, but I call her my mom. And yeah. So yeah. it's just it's a it's a big mixture. It's yeah. A big mixture, but mm. <laughs> this is a lot. I told you guys the essay, <laughs> but. Um, having lived around and moved around a lot, mm-hmm. I found myself playing the role of it's either the last born yeah. or the first born. Mm-hmm. So I was, as the older I grew, I was very heavy on the first born role. Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. very heavy. I only got to last born when I was a kid, moving around, living with um, um, different family. Yes, yeah. I would yeah. be the firstborn and I respect firstborn children that's all I gotta say about that (laughs) and with me respecting those um, firstborn children with you being a firstborn what has the role taught you and did you find it challenging or did you find it easy especially now because you're the example you're the example (laughs) yeah hey uh for me, well, first of all, I grew up with uh, my grandma the majority of the time. So by the time I came to the city, I came to live with my dad. So, so it was. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I came to live with my dad, it was more like a man's house, you know. <laughs> but then, but then my grandma raised me to be able to like clean the house and cook mm-hmm. and just and just be and be able to ha- to handle to take care of myself Mm -hmm. so when i came to live with my dad it was like the same thing you know he wanted me to be able to to take care of the house you know Mm -hmm. when he's not around and he used to travel a lot for work so he'd fly to pretoria and all that stuff and then he would call just to check up on me how things are going so i think and that was like grade seven, mm. grade eight, grade nine, bro. Literally the same and story. The, yo, that was hectic for me because <laughs> like you don't realize how much responsibility someone has put on you as a child. But mm. you know, I feel like my dad trusted me enough at that age to say, I can live him alone and he will be able to take care of himself. He needs to learn to be able to be independent as a child. So, you know, even if he's coming back from work, like I, I, like as he as he is coming back from mm-hmm. work, he would I would actually call him and ask him what are we gonna cook today. Oh, so you were the cooking? We, you were doing the no, cooking. We were we were we were both doing the cooking because oh. he can he can cook. Yeah. Okay, He's a pretty good this is cooker. interesting. <laughs> yeah, so it was like a a man's house, like mm-hmm. you know, boy's house, mm-hmm. but the dynamics were so different and also it, it didn't give away that uh certain things are a man's job certain things are a woman's got job it, you know got it. so i would take care of the Moose house yes mm-hmm. but i would take care of the house and i would also like take care of the yard you know be like be able to switch between those roles for mm-hmm. me and when my sec the brother 
after me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> brother after me. Yes. <laughs> that, brother, one. that one. Yeah. So <laughs> he came to live with us, you know, and every time he would come through over the weekends to live with us and every time he come through. So I had to be a bigger brother to him mm-hmm. to be able to say to him do the same things that I'm doing, you know, mm-hmm. to say uh okay, dad is not here. So we both have to handle the chores we have to split mm-hmm. the chores between the two of us you know and doing that t- with him it was a bit challenging mm-hmm. you know because he was like no way i'm not doing this <laughs> what you like you're not my dad you're like the same age as me so yeah and wait <clears throat> i want to ask there was no female whatsoever no. it's just you and your dad it's just me and my dad and yeah. then when your brother when your brother came over at his home his house yeah did he have like females there doing yes, the chores yes, so yeah. that i mean yeah. it's difficult for him then yeah it's yeah. difficult for him to adjust to... to adjust to this life you know and at that point technically he was the last born you know so privileged. he was that privileged boy about mm. everything mm. but then you know yeah that's that's how it was for me and uh I look back at it now I'm like I'm actually grateful for that because it has made me a bit more responsible with the way I handle myself. Mm. I don't really feel like I have to depend on anyone to take good care of myself, to take mm. good care of the place that I'm living in or to to be able to actually live well Maintain with other people. Yeah. Run a household, live with people and understand. Yeah. You know, yeah. not just become a burden when you're at somebody's house. Exactly. Because all you do is just wake up yeah. and eat and, and then go it, to the bathroom <laughs> and then you know? You still instill those things that you learn at home, even on your friend's house, on your mm. friend's place. You're still able to do those things and be like, oh okay, cool. You know? Yeah, for you. That is actually so interesting. I would have never had thought that. <laughs> that is actually so interesting. Mm. And for me, what has the role taught me? The role of being the last born and the first Two born. Spot, yeah. Actually, I think I experienced every single part of the part of this. The last born, <laughs> the first born, first born and the middle born. I yeah. experienced it. Um, and it's funny that you say that your father would always be away mm. because there's some stage where I had I was also living with my brothers and my sisters and my father and it's just yeah. our father who looked after us mm. and he'd also be away yeah. yeah on business doing stuff and we had to take care of the the household at that time mm. and mm. at that time I was a last born but I've always had a, a sense of discipline and a sense of responsibility, even mm. though I was the last born. I don't know how, I don't know where it came about. <laughs> Apparently, my dad and my, my biological parents were very disciplined people, very strict mm. people, very, mm. you know. Right to the law. Right to the law, people. <laughs> and I think I, as much as I've been a rebel without a cause, mm. Um, mm. with no cause, as a kid, I was a rebel with no cause, literally zero, none, basically. <laughs> Um, I always mm. had that sense of responsibility. So that role, especially being a female, has taught me how to maintain the household mm. because I come from a very traditional family. So yeah, traditional yeah. in the sense of the the woman wakes up, she cooks, she cleans, she makes the food, she takes care of the house, and the mm. guys would go tend to the garden, all that kind of stuff. They'd yeah, wash yeah. the car. And I remember as a child, I'd be so angry. <laughs> I'd be so furious when that would happen yeah. because it was expected of me mm. and at that time 
when I think my most developmental stages at that time, I was living with my two cousins and yeah. obviously our, our parents, mm. guardians, parents, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And I was the only girl. And so with that, everything fell on me. Yeah. I would have yeah. to wake up at yeah. 7 a.m. in the morning and they'd be up at like, what, 9 o'clock. I'm waking yeah. up at 7 o'clock, cleaning the house, doing yeah. this, doing that. Yeah. And so that has really instilled a lot of discipline. To this day, you mm. could lick the floor in my place. <laughs> I, I can assure you guys, you can lick the floor. <laughs> so that has instilled a lot of discipline. And the older I grow, the more I'm so appreciative of that because... Mm. Mm. This is so weird. Now that I'm older, I understand and I appreciate gender roles. And I really appreciate what they taught me because it's been easy for me to go visit a friend's house mm. or go visit a family members. Like, they'd always be like, oh, no, you, come. come. We want you. Are you are always welcome. You're always welcome. Yeah. You wash the dishes. You do this. You do that. You welcome. Mm. If a family had gone for vacation somewhere, they'd be like, I'd be the take first person the they call. Come take care of the house. Because because of that role mm. and I, as I keep saying I think I felt more like a firstborn less than a lastborn mm. I'd feel it here and there that oh okay I'm the, the baby the but baby. I'd always had like firstborn responsibilities mm. Mm. always so that <laughs> always. was instilled in you in every way possible every way <laughs> possible always and I hated it as a kid but now I'm just like oh you see it now good. you see the fruits of what that did for you uh, unnecessary sometimes <laughs> but yeah. um, unnecessary mm. and with that it's like now that you're older mm. have you come to a place where you see your parents as actual human beings instead of just being parents yeah I think I do like uh, it's like when you're growing up with your parents you always like uh you are a rebel, no cause. Yeah, yeah for no reason. Yeah, for no goddamn good <laughs> no reason. reason. At all. You just want to wild out. Better, yeah. you better. And not even in a crazy way. It's not like we were like crazy kids yeah. taking drugs on whatever. It's just, yeah, you just hate rules, I would yes. say. Yeah, so I think if you're still a child and then you hate rules, you tend to look at your parents as parents. They're boring. Yeah, they're, they're boring. Mean? They don't know me. <laughs> yes, they don't know me. That was my biggest know my thing. Life. No. <laughs> that was my biggest thing. These exactly. They don't know my life. <laughs> nah. Yeah, so. And it's just gifts. Exactly. So, but you look at it now at my 20s and I'm like, oh. I kind of understand what they were doing at that time. They were grooming me so that I can be able to go out into the world and be and be able to be a human amongst other humans, you know? Because, like, we don't understand what the rules teach us as child. Is that our parents, majority of the time, our parents are trying to teach us to be able to go out into the world and be able to live with and other people and be, yes, and show humanity to other people, you know? Mm. So, for me, I look at it now, I'm like, yo, I'm quite thankful for for them being strict about it. Because mm. that taught me to be, you know, a, a stand-up person, mm. you know? It taught me to be able to take care of myself, be able to be responsible in every way possible for my own belongings. And 
for the space that I'm in and be able to respect other people's definitely, spaces, you know? Definitely. Yeah. So I'd say I look at them now more as humans than mm. <laughs> I look at them as monsters. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I truly appreciate them now. Eh? And given the things that they had to go through, they lived through apartheid. It was a different life for them. Very, very different. different. And eh? we take that so lightly. Can you imagine now with us saying, Joma, Joma, everything's Joma. <laughs> everything is toxic, toxic. toxic. Imagine <laughs> the things that they were carrying, mm. the things that they were dealing with. And we need to remember these people got married at 22. Yeah. Most of them got married at Most 22, married, 23, yeah. 24. Yeah. By 30, they had whole families. They had mm. households. They had bills. They wanted to take us to the best schools. They wanted to do this. They wanted yeah. to do that. And at the same time, they're navigating this world that tells them that you're not enough. Mm. Whatever you do, you're, you're not, not enough. enough yeah. You're never going to be enough. I mean, mm. I remember being a child when we first moved to um, Warner Beach that sometimes our neighbor would hate us so much that they would, they had this lemon tree, they would literally throw lemons <laughs> into oh our place. Or oh. if we had like, we had like, they would, they would call the police all mm. the time. Yeah. All the time. And they, they just didn't like us. They didn't mm. want us there. They didn't like us being there. And worse off, my dad wasn't the, my, my parents weren't the people they thought would be there. Because yeah. I mean, I'm not being, so... <laughs> Yeah, so what I'm also getting from your conversation is that maybe we should also understand that the majority of our parents didn't actually deal with the trauma of what it was to grow up in that time. Mm, the no emotion, yeah, the emotional. <laughs> that's the thing, but the emotional baggage that comes with growing up at that time, you know, you tend to like forget about yourself and yes. focus on how you can make a life better for how your child. You can make it- all their concern was that exactly what you're saying their concern was getting food on the table mm. getting your child to school getting your your child clothes having a house and that was that yeah. and so now that i'm older i actually see them as human beings who actually had to face life and yeah. make real life decisions and for me personally so many people have sacrificed for me because they always believed in me per se. Mm. I don't know why, but they mm. did. They just did. And people would sacrifice huge things for me. Just mm. for just for me. You know? Not even being my parents, not even being my biological parents, but they sacrificed that for me. And as a child, mm. I didn't see that because I wasn't looking at them as humans. Yeah. I was looking at them as these people who just <laughs> wanna tell me the rules. Tell just me what to tell do. me what to do. <laughs> what to say they don't even know me. Yeah, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd go to school and I'd have my white friend saying, Yo, Tana, just eat your mom. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I'd come oh, home man. with the Yohatana situation <laughs> and home then not playing those They're games. like, hey, we don't also play like that. They won't get a bit down. <laughs> <laughs> now, now. Now. So yeah. now that I'm older, I I look at them as people. Sometimes mm. I hear the stories, the things that they went through, and I'm like, and you're still here? Like... Yeah, the decisions they had to make like these people sometimes were getting divorced mm. like you know I'm just like you're still here that takes heart yeah. you're losing your friends you're losing your brothers like I'd have like aunts or Mental uncles who, <laughs> who'd lose, who had lost all their sisters and they're the only ones left yeah. you're still here 
and then we here coming come here as kids and we just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it's so, crazy yeah. <laughs> i really just see them as human beings more than anything more than anything and with mm. that this is a controversial controversial one <laughs> when it comes to religion and spirituality how has your family shaped your beliefs Well, <laughs> for me, I think the family dynamics when it came to that, they differ, you know. Uh, you look at my father's side, mm. they they were more into the, the ancestral part of it, you know, mm-hmm. being able to be thankful for what you have mm. by, by doing our traditional rituals, you know. Mm. And I... For me, I really grew up on that because mm. the majority of the time I was always surrounded by that. That part. Yeah. But then I would go to my mom's side. Mm. My mom's side, they were Christianity. Mm. You know? So they were more on the church side. Like every Sunday, you wake up and go to church with grandma and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know. So I think being able to see both sides as a child and you growing up and you're still finding yourself, you're still finding your places to where do you belong in this world. And you you also like trying to figure out, okay, uh which one do I feel like resonates with me? Yeah. Which one do I feel like truly resonate with me? And for me, I would say the ancestral route. For me, yeah, I I and I have a reason for that, you know. What's your reason? Tell uh, <laughs> Yeah, hey. For me, I would say uh, the reason for the ancestral part, I would say I feel like it's the closest thing I've known to God. Mm. You know, it's the, it's, it's the people that have actually lived and... They have blood ties to me all the way. I can easily track them back and be like, uh, these people are all tied to me. That makes so they much the, sense. They are the reason I'm here. So clearly their spirits will be able to talk to God for me mm. and be like, this is our child, you know? Mm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I think that's for me. The ancestral roots, I would say I relate to that more than mm. going to church. Yeah. Mm. Completely get it. And you? <laughs> and me, well, let me first say that I had the same situation as you. One side was very traditional, but within within the tradition, they're also going to church. Yeah. yeah. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, I and the one side is very, not even, I'm not going to say Christian, one side is leaning more to religion the mm, state of spirituality mm. because there's a difference yeah you yeah. can be a christian and then be religious well i believe there's a difference you can be a christian and be religious and if you're religious about your christianity it's about having a relationship with god yeah and a communication with god and i honestly believe that a religious a, a spiritual christian is somebody who's going to understand that not everybody is going to be for your religion yes. not everybody is going to believe in what you believe in but it but at the end of the day you have love for people enough for you to be to accommodate to accommodate them accommodate their beliefs understand their beliefs Mm -hmm. and 
know that it's their personal choice yes. as much as this is your personal choice but if you're religious you look at other people's beliefs and you think that they're demonic mm. you think that they're mm. evil you think that they're satanic they don't know what, what they're doing they're, they're lost or whatever the case may be granted i mean there are some people who are clearly, <laughs> clearly you know <laughs> on a very different path yeah. but for me growing up it was so confusing because i grew up on this one side where it was very traditional but within their tradition they respected everybody they respected everybody they accommodated everybody they believed in a bit of both and it, it was great it, it was great it was good at that time i didn't understand it much but i was like hey this is what we do and I really enjoyed that because the one thing I really did enjoy was Uban and Sibians. Because for me, it felt like a family gathering. Yeah. <laughs> okay, every single two months, there's yeah. a family gathering. And because of that, the one side of my family is so close mm. because of those family gatherings that we yeah. have all yeah. the time. And it's a huge family, mm. it's a family gathering. Granted, at that time, I'd get so annoyed if you're going to have them serving because I know I need to be there. Friday, I'm washing pots, I'm chopping, I'm like, I'm a teenager, like, I'm out of high school, I don't need to do this, what am I doing? I'm serving people, it's the tray, it's the yabo bab, it's the yabo man, it's a lot, like, you're cooking huge pots and, oh my gosh, it's a lot, you have have to go to the river yay your commands next thing gets it it's a lot but now that i'm older i'm like this is actually great this is a great foundation this is an amazing foundation and then when you're sitting in all around everybody's sitting around you and you know we say you clan names and you're reciting them and guessing and it's just like oh, okay you know you feel some type of way you feel oh i'm bad okay I feel this, you know? yeah, I so that was amazing and then they have the one side which is also i'm not gonna neglect the other side because it's really helped around me and helped yeah. understand my yeah. spirituality and just helped me now i'm at the stage where i'm more spiritual than religious i got to a point where i was also religious because i'm wanting so hard to please this side and want them to see me as an upstanding person but then at the same time in my head i would have the you can't tell me that my aunt is a sangoma and now she's evil because she is that woman loves me i know her heart we have heart to heart conversations but you can't tell me that she's evil that's I'd always have that conflict in my heart but now that I'm older um, I, I think I've found a balance between the two I'm still working on finding a proper balance between the two but I found a balance of incorporating both and using what works for me and having a relationship with God more than anything more than anything mm. more than conforming to this and conforming to that but I will say <laughs> okay so with all of that being said with our spirituality our religion and how family has affected that would you say you have unlearned the toxic traits that you picked up from your parents from your family it's your sister your brother your aunt your mom your dad have you unlearned that uh first of all i wouldn't use the word toxic because <laughs> 
I think our generation tend to use this word very loosely. loosely. Yeah. I would say it's things that now that I've grown up, I don't agree with. Yes. I wouldn't say they're toxic. I would say, because as you said, the about being able to adjust to other people's beliefs and their values and being mm-hmm. able to say, I understand their values, but mm-hmm. those are not mine, you know, mm-hmm. and, and being able to do that in a respectful way. Oh my gosh, that is so important. Yeah. I understand their values, mm-hmm. but those are not mine. Right. Yeah. That's a quote. So like, <laughs> so like, I would say I've, I've come to that place where I can understand certain things and how they think about those ideas and those beliefs and that and be able to say okay yeah I understand maybe take for example if I go home I would have to conform to certain rules that 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 yeah so I, I look at it like that so if I'm in their house I have to conform to certain rules I have to conform to certain yes. things and be able to be respectful of their rules when I'm there but when I'm on my own also I have my own ways of doing things I have my uh, I look at life differently compared to how they look at life mm. and they and their values did add to that they did add to how I look at life they changed the way that I look at life they changed my my whole perspective you know they I'm, I might have seen something which I, I would consider a bad trait on them like what? No, like, let's just say that. <laughs> like, like, something I would consider a bad trait, but then I'm like, okay, yeah, I saw that from there. But, I mean, I wouldn't like that to be part of what makes me myself, you know? Mm. You know, I would look at it from a perspective, okay, yeah, they they raised me this way, but what can I do to change to change that perspective that they gave me because mm. it was theirs not mine it's not mine so how can I change that perspective and make it fit more towards who I am as a person I got it yeah got so it. yeah I would say I have unlearned certain things certain values and beliefs that they have mm. and I've changed I've changed them towards what I feel is more fitting for me as a person right now yeah mm. and you <laughs> That's actually toxic. I'll actually say the word toxic as you said. Mm. It's been used way too loosely. Way too loosely. Some things just have to be the way that they are for society to function and that is just that. You need rules whether you like them or not. Mm. That is just that. Bear in mind, when you're a child, you don't understand that because you think the world is your oyster. Unfortunately, my darling, the world (laughs) is not your oyster. (laughs) Unfortunately, it is not. Um, Have I unlearned the toxic traits that I think I picked up from my family? Mm. This is actually crazy. I don't think I've picked up any. I think that now that I'm older, yeah. Everything that I thought was toxic was just life form from their perspective, from their, pers- their experience, their, their experience. perspectives, things that they have been through mm. that maybe I'm still going to go through and change my mind about it. Because as a child, I didn't understand why my parents, guardians, whoever I was with at that point, point in time, yeah. Yeah. didn't want me to things. have male friends. Yeah. Now as I'm older, I'm like, there is no such a thing as a male friend. 
<laughs> so my parents were not wrong mm. they were not wrong for actually saying that um because now that i'm older and i understand things more okay there is but there isn't guys it's, there is. it's, it's, it's uh <laughs> but in most cases it's, it's not yeah it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's not it doesn't work it doesn't work yeah as a child i would say oh they're being toxic they're just being so straight and narrow mm, whatever the mm. case may be yeah so there there lot there not a lot of things i couldn't say that they were toxic that i inherited from them once mm. i'd always been with people who are very disciplined didn't smoke didn't drink didn't do nothing yeah so i can't even say that uh, i have a drinking problem because i saw it at home because i, saw it I at didn't home. see nothing yeah. yeah i can't even say i have a smoking problem i didn't see anything yeah. all i saw was discipline all the way around discipline <laughs> discipline 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 that's good <laughs> all the way around yeah. so i can't even pinpoint anything that, that's that made yeah that could i could have felt was toxic mm. i was even mm. laughing at a story something a story it's actually a story that i remember back in the day yeah i had this one uncle who hated pants my dad's family does not like pants <laughs> they're just that family yeah now that i'm older i understand Mm, and I understand understand why they did that why they say that and mm. they, like now when I'm wearing a dress I get compliments child <laughs> like I I know when I go out and I'm wearing pants and I'm wearing dress it's different attention different, attention, different yeah. compliments different people looking at me and mm. I'm like oh they are onto something yeah so <laughs> crazy it's crazy when you get older how your perspective shifts, shifts on everything lot, yeah. hey. and with that now Just that you're older um <laughs> you might have your own children if you want to yeah <laughs> um, what would you what would you've done differently had you been your parent Ooh. what would you do or you had done differently You know, this is such a tricky question cuz I feel like if my parents had done something differently in my in raising me, I would have it would have changed the whole it would have changed the whole thing as to who I am as a person right now, you know. Uh Yeah, we all wish that the rules went so Hard. went so hard <laughs> yeah that's what i would say i, I wish the rules went so but hard do but they but do you, uh, do you i don't think really? i do i don't think i do eh? i don't think i do for me it's a thing i feel like if one thing had changed in the way let's say for example i didn't grow up on let's say i didn't grow up on my father's side i grew up on my mom's side mm-hmm. i feel like i would have growing up a bit more of a spoiled child than actually a child who can take care of himself so i think growing up on my father's side was honestly the best thing i could have had as a child you know uh i was loved but i wasn't too loved to a point where it destroyed it destroys me yeah and they were able to like set the rules and be able to stick to them like say for example heading a cattle mm-hmm. you know you're landing come guys yes so <laughs> like you know at a certain time it's time to go there so you are able to like okay i'm gonna play 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 mm-hmm. now it's time to actually do mm-hmm. this responsibility so, 
Hell yeah, you walk, walk up before going to school, bruh, and it was cold as, the coldest winter you've ever experienced. And you have to wake up and go a deep in before you actually wash up and go to school, bruh. That was the most hectic thing ever as a child. But like, And don't you feel like, I'm being abused? Yeah. <laughs> you feel like that. You feel like you're being abused. But like, I look at all those things and I'm like, they really made me who i am as a person so maybe changing changing even one of those things would actually give me a different way it would give me a whole different trajectory in terms mm-hmm. of where i would grow up to be the person i would grow up to be yeah it's crazy so i don't think i would change i think i would love to change them but nah bro realistically, nah, realistically <laughs> i'm in a good place i love myself where I am. amen to that <laughs> and you amen to that um it's crazy because i have the exact same answer <laughs> yeah i have the exact same answer mm. I think maybe yeah, I maybe. would have wanted a bit more communication. Yes. Uh, maybe, just maybe a bit more, but at the same time, I'm like, did I really? <laughs> did I really? Did I really? Maybe just more communication, just a bit more communication, mm. a bit more transparency on certain yes, things. Yes, transparency. I'm, I'm a baby It creates a better relationship yes. With a child As they yes. grow up I feel like Once you get to your 20s You are able to have like A very good relationship With your parents If you grow up around them And they were very open Exactly To having conversations Just with you. a bit more transparency Because I'm a kid I'm a teenager I don't know that Maybe this month Things aren't looking that good And I'll ask for something That's above and beyond And now next thing is My parent is stressed because I asked for something that's above and beyond. Had I known, had we actually talked, had we actually had those conversations, sat down, and there's been transparency, I would have maybe done things differently. But at the same time, I understand their headspace that I don't want to stress the children out. I don't want to stress the children out. I want them to think everything is normal. Because I remember living with my one aunt and my one uncle. I tell you to this day, those people have been married for years. I lived with them for years. Never seen them fighting. (laughs) Never seen them even angry at one another. And I I remember my one cousin who used to sit used to think, hey, what do these people even (laughs) argue? Like, what? what? (laughs) Like, what is this? And we'd hear from other people that they actually do argue. Yeah. But never Never in front of us. Yeah. Never seen it. Never hear it. Mm. Never know it. And that's why we also, we, both of us, we just calm and mellow people, like, mm. because mm. of that. Because of that. Because yeah. that was the environment. But mm. I digress. Had there been more transparency, mm. more communication, it would have been so much better and would have answered so many questions that I had within myself mm. and given me ease on things that I've had within myself. Mm. Just more communication. Just more that's, communication. That's, and transparency. So that's what I would have done differently and probably what I'm going to do differently with my children mm, but those things. crazy as it sounds I'm going to be just as disciplined maybe not strict but disciplined with my children as that's, that's the way. hill I'm willing to die on <laughs> <laughs> the discipline hill I'm dying on that hill yeah like, hey. yes. <laughs> wow yeah that's it guys thank you so much for listening in to the conversation and we honestly 
I would really love to hear about you guys growing up. You same know? year. Yeah. Same year. I would love to hear about your dynamics and what you think you might change if you were to get your own family, to have your own kids now, you know? Because I feel like we're getting to that stage where mm. we're starting to plan out and have our own families. Mm. So, yeah. Some of us already have. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> guys. Give us, a, give us a shout and let us know what you think of this topic and let's hear your two cents. Please. Please, 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 please about this. don't forget to follow <laughs> us on Instagram and yes. our Facebook at a not so quiet place and we are also on YouTube please like share and subscribe ding, ding, ding. the video is coming soon guys. the video is coming soon we're still working soon. on that we're working on it <laughs> yeah. I was telling a friend the other day that this is actually way more work than we thought it would be <laughs> yeah way more work <laughs> truly enjoys thank you so much for tuning in to a not so quiet place we hope you enjoy the rest of your week and we hope that these conversations help you to introspect to learn to grow and to become better people because that is the aim my name is Pamela Viana I'm Sfondum and we're out cheers guys